Welcome to Breaking Bread. Welcome to Fellowship in the Word with Minister Daniel Abola. Here is where you receive insights about God's Word that will stir you to action. Be blessed. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. For your Word is our meditation and upon it, do we meditate day and night. Thank you, Lord, for your word is able to make wise and it gives understanding even to, even to the simple-minded. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. So, um, we're talking about, did I really hear God? Did I really hear God? And I just want, um, I just want to jump right into it. I didn't plan for this to be a long thing. Hallelujah. Did I really hear God? Now, one thing that raises this kind of question is doubt. For example, you've uh, you've been holding on to a promise. You've been believing God for something. And somehow, some way, things just don't seem to be looking like what God promised things just don't seem to be adding up and then you get to a point where you ask this question did I really hear God in the first place did I make this all up hallelujah and if you are if you are currently asking that question or if you've asked yourself that question before there's just one thing I want to help you do this evening and that is to clear your doubts hallelujah i want you to understand that god wants you to be assured of his thoughts towards you he wants you to be assured of it he wants you to stand strong and know when he is speaking to you hallelujah you won't find anywhere in scripture where anyone was trying to hear God. I want you to check through scripture. You won't find it anywhere where someone was like, okay, I, I, I need to hear God. Please give me steps on how to hear God. You won't find it. I mean, Samuel had God. His own problem was that he didn't know it was God. Now, what am I trying to say is that if God, we're talking about God here, if God wants to speak to you, you can't miss it. You can't miss it. Now, it makes more sense when we understand that God is Father. I've been dwelling on this for the past two weeks now understanding the fatherhood of God and how it changes things for us as believers. If your father wants to speak to you, I'm telling you, you can't miss it. You can't miss it. Hallelujah. One of the proofs that we are sons is that we are led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. See that in Romans 8.14. It says, For they, um, for 
those that are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. And it's worthy of note that Paul mentions leading. Leading. Leading is how you know that you are his son. I want you to know that so long as you are a son, you can receive leading from the Spirit. Your Father can speak to you. Hallelujah. Jesus in John 14 says, When the Comforter is, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Hallelujah. Now we see that again. We see oh, what the Comforter does. The Comforter there means the Holy Spirit. Allos Paracletus. The Holy Spirit. We see what he does in us. I mean, when the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus at his baptism, the next thing we see is him being led to the wilderness. Hallelujah. What am I trying to say? What am I trying to emphasize? It's it's natural. Hallelujah. So I want you to know that the problem is not trying to hear God. You can't hear God. Hallelujah. You can't hear God. Even unbelievers had God. Cain had God. Hallelujah. Abimelech had God. Um, Belshazzar, Nebuchadnezzar's son, he, he being someone who just transgressed, God wrote to him. Hallelujah. He saw it. So the problem is not that how can I hear God? What I'm trying to say is that it's not a problem. You can't hear God. You can't be led. Hallelujah. Scriptures in uh, scripture in Isaiah 30 from verse 21 says, And you shall hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way walk ye in it. Hallelujah. This is the way walk ye in it. But the order of the day now is, and you shall hear a voice inside of you. Hallelujah. Because we have the Holy Spirit. You shall hear a voice inside of you saying, this is the way. Walk ye in it. I need you to understand this. I need you to get this. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ in John 10, 27 says that, my sheep know my voice. They hear me. They know my voice. I know my sheep and they hear my voice. Hallelujah. So it's it's not a normal thing to doubt the voice of your father. Every man can hear the voice of God. God is the father of spirits. You see that in Hebrews. He's the father of spirits. So there is no man that God cannot reach. There is no man. Hallelujah. So we see now clearly that it's it's more of a doubt problem. I mean, if you've if you've asked this question, it's probably that you heard something. You heard the voice of God. You were sure you heard the voice of God. But along the line, um, situations and um, trials maybe made you 
because you, you were making things up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I've come to clear that doubt. And how do we clear this doubt? We do so simply in consecration. We do so simply in consecration. I want you to say consecration. And I want to talk about that a little. You see, consecration is very important when it comes to hearing God. Now, what consecration simply means is dedication. Is dedication. Let me explain with this example. Now, in, um, take for for instance, you're in a relationship with someone, and you understanding the dynamics of relationships is that both parties have to give time to one another. Do you understand? You have to spend time with your partner. Your partner has to want to spend time with you. Now, what this does is that it creates an understanding. Do you understand? It builds a flow among both partners. So, the more um, the more they um, spend time together, the more they understand one another, the more they begin to see things, see and recognize things about one another. So communication then becomes very clear. It becomes as clear as possible. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you get the example? Now, so it is with consecration. And here is the thing about hearing God's instruction. It is that you don't doubt it, but you get better at it. You don't doubt it, but you get better at it. Consecration is important for getting better at hearing God. Your, your understanding of God becomes clearer. You understand how He speaks to you, how He communicates. I want you to know that it is possible to hear the voice of God and not miss it. I've heard this saying once upon a time in my life that you, you hear the voice of God after you've missed it. And I don't believe that. I believe you can hear the voice of God when He speaks to you. Because we have myriads of examples in Scripture. God spoke and they heard it and they went after it. They ran with those words. Hallelujah. I myself am a testimony of this. It's possible. I'm telling you. It's possible for you to hear the voice of God and know it is God that is speaking. It's very possible. But things become clearer with consecration. Consecration helps you shut out other voices so you can recognize easily the voice of the spirit hallelujah i say that again consecration helps you to shut out other voices so that you can recognize the voice of the spirit hallelujah i tell you this that the holy spirit won't always speak in a grandiose way do you understand when he comes and says my son my son where he gives you a mind-blowing vision, hallelujah. 
it could be as gentle as a nudge it could be as uh, gentle as an inward weakness do you understand i want you to know that the holy spirit is not forceful it's not for- forceful so you need to spend time with him you need to build a relationship you need to that's the first thing consecration is important for getting better at hearing now the second one consecration is important for timing hallelujah consecration is important for timing i want us to um, read genesis chapter 18 genesis 18 genesis 18 i'll run there quickly genesis 18 Abraham's story. Alright, from verse 1. It's going to be a long read, so just follow me. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Manri, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts. After that ye sh- ye shall pass on, for therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hastened to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. And they said unto him, Listen, where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, that is one of um, the three men speaking, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah had it in the tent which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a shorty bear a child which am is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. He repeated himself. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not, for she was afraid, and she said, Nay, but thou, and he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. Hallelujah. Now, what I want to bring out here is how Abraham able to discern 
Hallelujah. So God had given, God had made a covenant with Abraham. He had given him a promise. But that promise, he could have missed it if he had not been discerning enough to notice those three strangers and entertain them. Hallelujah. Consecration is important for timing. I was supposed to say something last week, but I didn't. And meanwhile, I want you to know um, there's a reason I'm doing this question series. Last week, we talked about what do I do while I wait? Now, this week, we're talking about um, did I really hear God? Hallelujah. There's a reason why I'm doing this question series because I sense in my spirit that a lot of people are going through a waiting season they are in a waiting process and there is tendency for doubt to set in there is tendency for people to be weary hallelujah now there's something i want to say about timing especially when it comes to waiting for god's promise now think about it have you ever been in that situation where you were at work and you were so bored, you wanted to go home, but it's not yet 5 o'clock, it's still 1 o'clock. So you keep checking the time every, every 5 minutes. And every 5 minutes that you check the time, it's like it's only 1 minute that has passed. Have you ever been in that situation where it's like the time is moving slowly? And slowly, when you need it to move fast the most, hallelujah. The reason it's like that is because you are conscious of it. And the same thing applies to believers in their waiting season. And this is the thing that you, you are so conscious of the timing, hallelujah. So you keep counting the minutes, the hours, the days, the months until you, you want to be able to count until the promise actually comes. You will weary yourself doing that. You will weary your heart. Hallelujah. And I see many people doing this. That is why, that is why it looks like this thing is not happening. That is why you are so anxious because you are so conscious. Remember, Jesus said in Acts 1 7, it's not given to you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has placed in His power. Let me tell you something. The moment you are conscious of time, you stop doing what you're supposed to be doing. Check it. Those that really want to or that really sit with time and, act, and, and keep on crying, when will this happen? You, if you check them, they are not doing anything. They are not doing anything. So this is what I want you to understand. That time flies when you are working. Time moves when you are working. Hallelujah. I just thought to say that I need people to understand this. Don't be too conscious of time. Let it go. of time 
Now I said, consecration is important when it comes to timing. Jesus knew when his time had come. Hallelujah. John 13 from verse 1. Let's quickly read it. John chapter 13 from verse 1. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Hallelujah. It says when Jesus knew that his hour has come. Hallelujah. So with consecration, you can know when that hour has come. Now this, this is this is the paradox of it. Hallelujah. When you are too conscious of the time, you would miss it. You would miss it. Hallelujah. But get busy, and when the time comes, you would know. Now, picture that same scenario at work. Imagine you were not so conscious of time, and you just found other ways to entertain yourself. You got on with the work. Before you know it, it's already five. And you would know when it's five. Because situations around you will tell you that it's five. Selah. Hallelujah. Now Jesus knew his time. Jesus knew when his time had come. Hallelujah. Another thing I want to mention about timing is that Jesus also fulfilled prophecy. Jesus also fulfilled prophecy. Matthew 21. Matthew chapter 21. Please stay with me. Matthew chapter 21 from verse 1 to 4. It says, And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem, and were come to Bethphage, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway ye shall find an ass tied. And he called with her, Loose them, and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught to you, ye shall say, The Lord has need of them. And straightway he will send them. Verse 4. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Hallelujah. What I want to tell you is that the words of prophecy that has gone ahead of you, you can participate in it. Hallelujah. You can participate in it. And this is what timing does. Hallelujah. You can know the time something is supposed to happen. If you are in consecration, if you are consecrated, if you make your consecration count, hallelujah. I don't want to dwell so much on that. Let's move to the third point. Consecration is important for discernment. Hallelujah. Consecration is important for discernment. I want you to know this because there is a balance. There is a balance. It is true that if God wants to speak to you, you can't miss it. But you also need to understand that God is a person, not a hack. I'll explain what I mean. God speaks when he wants to speak. Hallelujah. 
there are people that think that God, God always wants to say something. God is always saying something. That may be true. Hallelujah. But I don't want it. It will be error for you to seek God. the last thing he told you hallelujah understand that God is a person God thinks do you understand God is not a hack it's not something that when you do this you surely do you surely receive this it's not something that when you pray God will always God is always seeing something new hallelujah because there is a balance to this thing hallelujah God will speak because he wants to speak, not because you want him to. Hallelujah. Let's read 2 Timothy 4.3. I'm rounding up now. 2 Timothy 4.3. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Hallelujah. So, there will come a time um, Paul, Paul um, spoke by the Spirit to his son Timothy that people would people would start having itching ears. Have you seen people? They always want to hear something. Man of God, prophesy to me. Say something. Give me a word of knowledge. Just tell me something. You would fall into error that way. Hallelujah. Let me give us another scripture. Jeremiah 23 from verse 21. Jeremiah 23 verse 21. It says, I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. Hallelujah. Now this was um, prophet Milkiah, I think. And... This particular king was about to go into war with another nation, and then he um, he wanted Jehoshaphat. He wanted Jehoshaphat's support, and so Jehoshaphat told him that, "Don't worry, my army is yours. I'll support you. I'll back you up. But uh, do this one thing: inquire of the Lord." Now, what this king did was that. to hear one thing from the Lord and you call 400 prophets. Now these prophets oh, probably when they saw the environment of the king they started speaking in favors. Hallelujah. They said, O king, you have conquered. The Lord says go. Hallelujah. Then Jehoshaphat asked, is there And the king said there's one um, Milkiah, but he doesn't he doesn't always um, prophesy good things for me. Hallelujah. So he summoned Milkiah, and here is what Milkiah said: I have not sent these prophets yet they were. I have not spoken to them yet they prophesied. 
So this is the balance. This is the balance. God will not always speak, or God is not always speaking. Hallelujah. And you will know this in consecration. You will know this in consecration. Consecration is enough. It is what is required of us as sons. Hallelujah. This is how we discern and know the voice of God. Because there are many voices. Hallelujah. John says to test all spirits whether they be of God. To test all spirits. Test all spirits. Hallelujah. So it's important for us as sons to be assured of the speakings of God. Hallelujah. Because we live by God's instructions. We live from instruction to instruction. Hallelujah. This is how God builds us. This is God's system in the kingdom. down doubts you can hear the voice of God I want you to say to yourself and I want you to encourage yourself in the Lord hallelujah if you're in that position where you are expecting you are in that season of waiting encourage yourself in the Lord as God said it and will not do it he says the vision is yet for an appointed time Though it tarry, it will come. It will not tarry. It will come in its time. Hallelujah. 